we're back. Oh, bang, bang. Did you miss us? It's no highway option. It's that cinema podcast where we answer the one question that applies to every film. Is it better or worse than Vin Diesel's 2005 seminal masterpiece, The Pacifier? You know, last year, not last year, two years ago at this point, we uh, decided to do a Fast and Furious marathon and then went to the theaters to see F9. And now we're doing it again as our big comeback. I have a I have a marathon pitch. Oh God! But All I right. think it should uh, should probably wait till the end end. When you, the end end of this episode? No, no, like the end of the franchise. Like that probably be for twelve. Oh, just doing them all again. Oh, doing them all again. But you got to do them by the number of title is how many times you watch that film. Oh God. I don't want to watch this one ten times. Uh, well, I've already seen maybe, it twice. Maybe we can watch it zero times. X. Like, that's, canceled. No, X is a like ten. Like, crossed out. That's, that's that's not how it works in number town, Connor. I, the boys oh are back God. in town. It's fast X because it's a Roman numeral and they go to Rome. That's and the only reason it's an X. X is the number for ten. In Roman town, but not our beloved Roman Pierce. We're talking Fast X today. Uh, we literally just got back from the theater because uh, I have to record this real quick and then go do a show. And this is my second time seeing it. I saw it on Thursday in 40X and then today with Connor. If I didn't have rehearsal for said show, I would have seen it on Thursday in 40X. Actually, no, I would have gone to the work event. But I would have had more time to do it. But this is the tenth installment 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 in the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, I guess eleventh if you count Hobbs and Shaw. I have not, that's the only one I haven't seen. So we I'm have it now. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna get to it. I bought the Blu-rays for that and F8 and Fate, so I can have all of them. And believe me, the pre-order for the Fast X Steelbook is already in the can. It's uh, I, I mean, I guess it's debatable whether you would watch Hobbs and Shaw like nine times or whether you would just watch it once because no numbers. What about twice? One for Hobbs, one for Shaw. But Hobbs and Shaw are not numbers. No, but it's two guys in the title. Just two guys. Just two guys. Would you watch Too Fast, Too Furious four times because there's two twos? God, no, yeah. you'd watch it 22 times. No, you'd watch it two times. <laughs> The real, the real dilemma is Tokyo Drift, because it's technically the third one that came out, but really, it's the sixth movie, chronologically. Oh, well, yeah, the... So you have to watch Fast and Furious three times, and Tokyo Drift six fucking times. That's, yeah. That seems like a lot, and I don't know, maybe I'd stay awake for that one. But this Well, you is... wouldn't be able to do it all in a weekend like we did. You'd have to, like... Each day would be a different movie. Right. Well, this is Fast X, directed by Louis Leterrier, uh, and I thought it was good. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I mean, I had a good time. Uh, the absence of Justin Lin is you, felt. You do feel it. There's there's a lot of moments in this where it's just like, especially in the beginning where Dom and Letty are just like, having a conversation there are so many cuts just for dialogue and for like easy normal action that it just it felt weird yeah 
I mean, I liked it as a movie. I liked it better than nine. I think there was some like definitely some funny buttons in nine that I really liked. But I, I think as a movie in the story, the whole thing is ridiculous. You know, it's not like you're going to go and see the next one and it's going to be Anna Karenina. Um, That's always your pull. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to No Highway Option. Mm. In the next 10 episodes, you're going to hear me use Anna Karenina At again. least once. Maybe twice. Possibly. Maybe it's a new it's a new gag, everyone. Okay. Um but yeah, it Yeah, the story is not that deep, but this you this almost feels like improv where it's just like they put out a roadmap of not even a roadmap, they put out every Blu-ray and Vin Diesel goes, and the villain should come from this one somehow. And they're like, Alright, he Pointed at five. Let's make it up as we go along. I mean, I shamelessly love the fact that they are like, we have 10 of these. We're in it now. It's we're pulling from everywhere across the whole thing. This is our grand finale. I'm all about it. I, Um, I do think it's a little silly that more than once in the movie, you are looking at just a board of production photos from production photos and publicity stills. (laughs) Like there's a moment where, uh, if you haven't seen it, we are going to get into spoilers in a little bit, but right now, maybe not, but there's a moment where he's looking at a picture of the family and it is a furious seven poster. Yeah. Just with the words cut off like full on. Um, and you know I love it. I uh, you know I got a the, the buttons work for me. I did. There were times where maybe you know you get a little choked up. You thinking about where it was in this one? Uh, you know, just when anytime they talk about like the Brian stuff, it's, it's well, weird. yeah, the Brian stuff is tough. I I mean I think that Vin hasn't fully processed and grieved that. No, and that's I think- why it's like. That's why it's like that in this. Well, also because you feel it in the footage that they're using from five, mm-hmm. uh, especially with those two things juxtaposed against each other. The chemistry that Paul Walker and Vin Diesel had in those movies was the reason that they got to make so many of them. And it was the reason they were successful. Yeah. The tertiary characters are all good. You know, nobody is like phoning in a bad performance, but that at its core was why it worked. And right. showing it, they haven't reached anything since. And it's not like there's something they could have done. It's it's a lot like Wakanda Forever came out last year. And uh, they're, they're dealing with the same thing. And there are moments where you could see the movie that they wanted to make was would have been so different. Yeah. But they they couldn't do it, and you have this thing, and, and you they have wanted to, deal to focus with it. on yeah. it. And this is kind of just like he's fine, he's alive and off screen, and we're having a good time. I mean, I respect that they didn't want to kill him off. I think it worked very well in seven. I just think it's hard now, just as it keeps going. Yeah, yeah, because every time it's they just say, you know, Brian's here, Brian's in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my son is safe with Brian and Mia. 
we are only going to show him interacting with Mia. Right. Playing the Hot Wheels video game that is really hard. Yeah, I, like, I thought the same thing. Like, that was a free download, and that thing is difficult. Um, Jason Momoa plays the villain in this. His dad was killed in the Fast Five. He's fun. He is. He's goofing. He is playing the gay Joker. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. I have seen some people be like, is it weird to go back to queer coding villains after all this time? But then the responses are like, no, queer people can be villains just like straight people can be villains. He's just having fun. Let him have fun. Like, he's consistently entertaining as just a psycho weirdo. They have fully... Now Dom is Batman. That's what needed to happen here. I, I don't... I wouldn't say he's Batman. Hmm. Well, they brought in... They were like, Charlize Theron worked a little bit. Uh, it's starting to get a little stale. What do we do? We're ten movies in. We need a villain that can carry us to the end. And they did the Joker. They, they did do the Joker. It, it very much feels like Jason Momoa would have an idea on set and be like, Hey, Lewis, all right, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to make him love ballet. Ballet is going to be like, he's shit. We're going to do a Swan Lake moment. It's going to be fucking nuts. And Louis Leterrier just went, Shafi, I was held two days ago. What's how, what's going on? Sure, do your thing. Louis Leterrier is French. Reference. <laughs> he's the director. Yeah, no, I caught that he was a director. I don't know anything about him. I All I really know is he directed the 2008 Hulk movie. Ah... Uh. And people were unhappy when he was the replacement for Justin Lin. There were some disagreements on set, is what I hear. Mm -hmm. Justin Lin was attached. He left. I hope that he comes back. I don't... I think Louis is signed on for Fast X Part 2. We got two years. Yeah, I'd be shocked if, if they do go to Part 3, like, uh, Vin drunkenly promised on the red carpet Uh, well supposedly drunkenly uh, then I would be shocked if Justin Lin came back because it it just seems like bad blood yeah but like this is a franchise where there's bad blood and then people come back yeah Um, what has Louis LePere he did Unleashed, Transporter 2 Hulk, the 2010 Clash of the Titans he directed Now You See Me? Hmm. Well, that one was good. Grimsby, The Takedown, and Fast X. And he produced Strays? That's weird. I mean, they played a trailer for it. They did. I Yeah, they didn't show the uh, main crux of the plot, which is Will Forte is an abusive owner to Will Ferrell's dog, so Will Ferrell wants to go back and bite his dick off. Which, like... I think I I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it looked funny. Anyway, um, with no spoilers, there's no spoilers section to this. We can end that like now, I guess. But yeah, I mean, this pretty- is coming out right at the time. Uh, there will be spoilers. We're gonna talk about the movie here. So yeah, but no spoilers. Turn back now. No spoilers. Pretty good. Put it. I'd put it like middle of the pack. In my ranking, maybe at one, two, three, four. Maybe at number six in between one and six. That sounds right. Um. Yeah, I, I I don't know about my ranking. I know that it 
It doesn't beat seven. It doesn't beat five. It might beat six. I, I'm, I was a on six. Like it was, it was fine. I mean, six, six is six has some stuff though. Yeah, I did. Jason Momoa, good. Brie Larson, fun addition. Danielle Melchior, I went. Oh, hey, she's here. Um, problems with it? They kept the family apart for too much of it. I kind of spent most of it going. When are they all going to be on screen together? I like that they really committed to this three act arc of, and this movie was one act. Yeah, it very much was an ex- and a two and a half hour act one. And uh, I think that's an interesting choice. You're right. Brie Larson is is good. You can tell that she is like a fan of this yeah like she's having a lot of fun here yeah at one point there's a point where i was like they have to blast the score in this part because if they were using audio from the set you would just hear her giggling yeah but we can mention that part in spoilers i just i think we're in it now yeah just before before spoilers because like if people want to know ranking and rating against the past fire uh uh like three point Six popcorn cars out of five, I'd rate it slightly below Pacifier. Oh, I think I put it above the Pacifier. Um I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it an X. Interesting. I was listening to another podcast, Screen Drafts, the other day, and they were doing like a rock versus diesel draft, and someone played the Pacifier, and like half the people were like, holy shit. What a weird movie. I love it. Half of them were like, this is a piece of garbage, and how dare you play this? And the host was like, how have I not seen this? Well. Found it very Sounds funny. like most of them are wrong. Yeah. Well, it was like half, half, and one. But, uh, yeah. So, spoiler time. When, <laughs> after Brie Larson gets shot in the shoulder, and... Vin picks her up. I'm like, she is having the time of her life. She's getting carried away by Vin Diesel. I do think that the MCU could take some notes based on how much fun she is having and what looks to be a better experience for her. Yeah. Again, the problem with Captain Marvel is the script and the screenwriter. Uh, the script and the directors, I think. like Sure. But I think that you can put that into that same box I th- of like... <laughs> It, looks, it does not look like she had as much fun in that movie. No, it looks like she's going to be having a better time in the Marvels, at least from the trailer. Yeah. Like, and again, the story of Captain Marvel is the same as the Shadow the Hedgehog video game, which like we don't need to get into, but it's not a great story. Anyway. Um, right. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> what the hell? That, that is something <laughs> I've had in mind since I saw it in theaters. Also, uh, my ranking of popcorn cars out of 10, uh, you might be able to see it in the video version that we're going to publish somehow eventually, maybe. But if not, uh, AMC is giving away $50, giving away, selling $50 popcorn vessels shaped like Dom's charger. And I bought one for the show for podcast reasons only. It is a terrible way to eat popcorn, but it can move around. It's wheels spin. And I was making the car fly when the car flied in the movie. I'm going to get a banner to hang that says, we're going to post that maybe somehow, sometime, eventually, Connor Burke. Yeah. Um, 
I did have some issues with characterization in this movie, mainly how <laughs> Jacob Toretto, John Cena from F9, went from the angriest stone-faced man on the planet to constantly doing the Carlton. Hey, man. They, they... It was fun. John Cena is a charming presence. But what the fuck happened to make him do that extreme 180? They turned it around. At the end, he was on the team. <laughs> yeah, being good doesn't turn you into a goofy little clown man. Hey, man, how old was the kid in the last one? Like, some years have passed. Like, maybe a year or two. I don't know. Was how? I feel like the kid was, like, five or six. Now yeah, he's, like, nine. This kid seems like he's ten. Yeah, he's, like, nine or ten. Yeah. Okay. Old enough to drive the car. Well, that that doesn't mean anything in this world. Uh, it means something height-wise. You don't think that Dom Toretto put phone books on little child shoes when the kid was three and he's like, I'm going to teach you how to put it. I'm going to teach you how to parallel park first. I, I, Tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. That that was like the big characterization thing because everyone else is pretty consistent Roman is still the goofiest best part saying ridiculous stuff. A few line reads, I was like, is Tyrese wasted? Like, uh, there were a few strange line reads where I was like, what's going on here? I still think something we need to introduce before the end of this is uh, girl Tyrese. Um, girl Tyrese. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a presence. I don't have an actress for it. I don't have anyone in mind. The, oh. team, the team needs a girl Tyrese. Who is a foil for Tyrese. She is largely the same goofy but, energy as him. Because um, now they are, like, for a minute, they were leaning away from the, like, Tej and Ramsey stuff. Even though that was, like, the obvious I, direction. And now we're kind of back to the, like, they make sense together. They're are doing... we? I thought they were just friends. Besides the will you marry me line, which, like, I think we're going her reaction there. just seemed sarcastic. I think we're going there. It's gonna there was end, like a, it's gonna end with a Ramsey and Dej wedding at Fast X Part Three, and they're like, "That's what it's all about." Maybe I don't know. There was like what I don't remember. There was eight or nine. There was like a, "Oh, is it gonna be Tej or is it gonna be Roman?" Yeah. And uh, I, th I just somebody goofy. I think it should be Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> that would. I mean, first of all, the fan base for this movie would riot. I don't know, man. I I think the fan base for this movie is okay with whatever, as long as it works. I'd, I feel like they would be very upset about Melissa McCarthy just because she still has just, like, stink on her for existing? I don't think so. I don't... I don't know. People were furious about the Ursula thing. Yeah, well, people... That's, like... That's not like a good one to go off of. People are furious about that stuff just to be furious. But but like whenever people mention actresses they don't like, it's almost always like, yeah, Melissa McCarthy, she just falls down. What 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 talent is that? See, I really don't I don't hear very much anti Melissa McCarthy stuff. I hear more like I hear that directed at like Rebel Wilson a lot. Um Yeah. Uh, I Melissa McCarthy did enough, I thought, during her like heyday. She did enough to cement herself as like a strong comedic voice. 
But maybe this is this is me personally, right. I suppose. No, I I like Melissa McCarthy in general. Like I think she's in some bad stuff, but like you can tell when she's trying and when she's working with good directors, then she can kill it. I mean, like this, it, she is not who this is going to be. Like, no, that was just a silly pull. But uh, I I do think that it could be somebody. Um, Nicole Byer, maybe. I would laugh my ass off. Um, I I think somebody like a. As much as I don't particularly love her, I think like an Aquafina type. Um, it is surprising she has not been in these movies yet. Well, we have a lot of. There's going to be more people to show up. Well, yeah, of course. there always is. But I, I, I lean towards they show the agency, which up until this point I think we thought was just. I thought it was just the FBI. So did or like I. the CIA or something, um, but, but it is the secret board of shadowy figures. Yeah, and they show a lot of blurred out people. Who are the voting board, and at least some of them are going to be around. I think, I don't know about that. I think some of them. I, otherwise, they showed a lot of heads. They did, uh, but like they did that at the end would... of the. They did that in the Avengers. Yeah, when Nick Fury is like, please don't nuke New York. Yeah, I don't know. That's just that's the first uh, connection I thought of that, and the secret board of shadowy figures from Clone High. Even um, even in the Avengers, though. Some of those people showed up. Robert Redford. But he wasn't that in the first one. He wasn't one of those shadowed out people. He was high up in S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, but a different character, I think. Who knows? I I think this is a different scenario. I, I think that they made a point to pan across some of those. And you're not going to see all of them. But at least one or two of them are going to be somebody. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um... Yeah, a lot of focus on family, fathers and sons. I thought that during the Rome bomb sequence, I thought Dom was going to die. I think Dom might die at the end. I just purely because there's so much focus on like Fast Five and going around the world to places he's been. And during the Rome chase or not the Rome chase sequence, but like early on when uh dante meets cypher he's like he says something about your life flashing before your eyes and i'm like oh that's why uh jason momo is gonna be like inserted into all of these like known locations and known moments because it's going to be the life flashing before his eyes but he doesn't he you know finn drives down a dam and lives it'll be three it'll be it'll be 10 part three if he does die well yeah well this is fast x and that's fast triple X. It's possible. Dom Toretto dies. Xander Cage rises. The, some people think that making it three is how he's going to get his uh, It'd be hilarious. crossover. It'd be so funny. I would cry laughing and then they meet. You pan up to space. You see Riddick. Riddick sitting there going, um, Riddick. I don't know. You know what Riddick does. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's there's weird stuff introduced in this. Rita Moreno's in it. Rita Moreno. She and she's is not... canonically Dom Toretto's grandmother. Yeah. Like <laughs> instead of her being his mother, which is what I thought when you saw her in the trailers, she is his father's mother. Yep. And they call her Abuelita and everything. This does mean that 
His mother has not yet been introduced. She will almost certainly be here by the end. I assumed she was dead. Yeah, I think you're supposed to. Uh, uh, hmm. Who do you... Well, if you if you already have Helen Mirren and Rita Moreno, who do you cast as Mrs. Toretto? Yeah, <laughs> I got nothing. Sally Field. That's That was my first thought, because I was thinking of 80 for Brady. Yeah. Which we have not, we do not mention in any of the upcoming episodes, but 80 for Brady is so good. I did have a lot of fun. I also thought that one of the blurred out heads was the shape of Tom Brady's head. He just Um, has a square head. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think that they would. You know who also has a square head? Colin Jost. What if it was Colin Jost? But it wasn't the shape of Colin Jost's head. I don't know. Because I didn't notice. When. When we have this movie on DVD, I will pause it, and then I will put up a silhouette of Tom Brady next to it, and you'll go, oh, yeah, I see it. Maybe. Speaking of confused cameos, is that... There There was a cameo or just, like, a background actor who... Connor thinks it's Debbie Ryan. Well, past and future... It is! Debbie Ryan and her husband, Josh Dunn. It was Debbie Ryan. Ryan. I knew it. Uh, (laughs) Chris apparently thought, uh, past and future guest Chris apparently thought it was uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, When I saw this movie on Thursday, I was with our roommate, Chris, who's been on this show before. Uh, He was asleep for like the first hour and we're in 40X. In 40X where the seats move around. And he's not just asleep. He's open mouth, vocally snoring asleep. And then he wakes up in the middle of the movie while they're in the airport scene and just like Frankenstein waking up. He says, Jennifer Lawrence. (laughs) I was like, I'm pretty sure that that's not Jennifer Lawrence. We'd know about that before. But he was adamant. And then he watched the rest of the movie. Yeah, no. And so Luke poked me and was like, keep an eye out for who he thinks is Jennifer Lawrence. I was like, that is certainly Jesse from the Disney Channel show, Jesse. And some guy who's apparently her husband. Some guy. I'm sure that's what she calls him, too. Oh, Josh Dunn, the drummer of 21 Pilots? Some guy. (laughs) What the fuck? Very weird cameo. Uh, Another weird cameo that I personally did not enjoy was Pete Davidson. Just showing up to be Pete Davidson. Uh, It was neutral. I felt fine about it. He sat there and was like, I got acid on muffins. And, um, you know, you think that's going to be a plot point with Han being high and trying to drive? But nope. It's just a little gag. Uh, it's yeah. It was it was a pretty inoffensive cameo. Um, it was a pretty short stint of the movie. Uh, Could have been shorter. I know Connor hates Pete Davidson. I'm not a fan of Pete. Like as a person, he's probably fine. But like I I don't know. I just I'm not a fan of him as a performer. Uh, I I don't I didn't love all of his sketches on SNL, but I, I think he's a pretty strong stand up. And King of Staten Island was very good. I'd still been watching King of Staten Island. Uh, the time I saw him do stand up live was mostly miss, but there were a few hits in there, and I liked Chad on SNL. Yeah, that's that's the one. Chad's that's the funny. One you like? Yeah, because it's a it's a funny joke. What if a guy didn't react strongly to things where you were supposed to react strongly? <laughs> and I went every time. Uh, the other big cameos are the final shot of the film, not the final shot of the film. Yes, it is. The final shot of the film and the mid credit scene, Gal Gadot is back as Giselle. Hell yeah, she is. And Dwayne Johnson is back as Hobbs. 
one of those is surprising. Uh, I knew that both of those things were going to happen. I did not know both of those things were going to happen in this movie. I think it's cool that they were able to. I mean, it's pretty. We saw it pretty fast, so the spoilers would have been out. But I did not personally see either of those things spoiled. The Hobbs spoiler was out by a I think it was Hollywood Reporter or Deadline article, like at the movie's premiere, and people were not happy about it. Yeah, I'm glad I I'm glad I missed it. I that's... I like the idea that the beef is squashed and this is how you found out. Yeah. I I did not know about the Gal Gadot thing. I just heard rumblings of like, I don't know. As soon as Han came back in the last movie, you knew Giselle was coming back eventually. I just didn't know I she just... was gonna be in the submarine. So there's no stakes for death. In this world is and like I know that's been established with Han and everything, but it just, you know, Jacob makes a sacrifice in this movie and I kind of just shrugged it off like, yeah, I'll be back in the third one. And like probably will. I guess he could be dead. The family was in a quote unquote plane crash, but like, I don't know. You didn't see any of the bodies and like the explosion looked like it was not where they landed. So like. You know, I don't know. I just well, that's the thing. You saw the plane. They made the plane go around the mountain yeah. before the explosion, and the explosion was higher than where the plane was. So I was like, "Yeah, well, they're fine, but like, we're gonna do an entire movie without them, probably." We can't have everybody die in the first act. I know. No, I know. I didn't expect them to be dead, but like, it's just one of those things where. There's just there's no stakes because you're like, well, if she can come back because we saw her fly onto a runway if han can come back because the car exploded if like you know everybody can come back yeah like it's like everyone's complaining about the mcu of like well you know like is anybody really dead like how many times did loki come back it's like yeah same thing with this yeah but the mcu is trying to make you feel like it's serious this (laughs) you don't think that (laughs) there's a tonal dissonance in all of these, which I enjoy between the way Dom Toretto is as a character and the action scenes. Cause Dom Toretto as a character is trying, is taking this sincerely and seriously. And is just like, you come after my family. I am going to kill you. There is nothing more important than the people in your lives. And then the action scenes are John Cena going, you can say shit. If you have a cannon car, high five little dude. Yeah, it works. Works for me. I, I, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I like it, but like, there's a tonal dissonance you have to acknowledge. I think they've earned it. They've been they've been making these fucking movies for 23 years. They now. really have been. I, I think they've earned the right to just do whatever. They did give Charlize Theron a good haircut this time. Yeah, but it was at the cost of Ramsey's good haircut from the last one. Oh, I thought she looked fine. I liked the last haircut better. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, Momoa apparently described Dante as very sadistic and androgynous and a bit of a peacock. He's got a lot of issues, this guy. Some daddy issues. I, yeah. It's interesting how they, like, try to pepper in him, like him being goofy versus him being a psycho but the the dead nerds sequence the dead. was just like as it was happening i was like what is this dude 
where he's like painting the dead guy's nails and he's like trying to talk to them like this it felt out of place in a fast and furious movie do you need me to say it again it felt like i know he's gay joker but he's the people's joker but it just i don't i don't know just that sequence i was like this feels weirdly mean-spirited for specifically for a fast movie i think they need him to be this other level of insane villain because he's not he's not jason statham right no jason statham's there going oh god help me mom yeah but jesus christ me mom he's not jason statham being introduced killing the nurse in the hospital and blowing the whole place up right he's doing the killing joke He's getting punched in the face by Dom Batman and laughing about it. And then going, do you like ballet? I lost a tooth, you butthole. (laughs) I liked the ballet thing. He said it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then the music started. When the music started, I kind of did like a, you got to be. All right, we're doing this. We're we're going in on it. Which this, this one just goes all in. Yeah. And... Even though there's a weird like meta moment in the agency when like the whatever the second bad guy was, what the hell is his name? Ames, the guy who's in charge of the agency. Yeah. Uh, Ames, 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 Ames. Who played Ames? Is it a wrestler? It's probably a wrestler. He was built like a wrestler. That's not no Scotty. That's Scott Eastwood, the FBI guy oh, from yeah, the beginning. He held it up. I see his face. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of looks like. The guy on TikTok who makes the pizzas and gives them all seven out of tens. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, guys. Today we're going to be making chocolate pizza. That's all I could think of when he showed up in the first scene in Rome. I was like, that's the pizza guy. I love his videos. Well, they put him in. This guy started in eight. Yeah. And there was that moment where they were like, oh, is this? Are they trying to make a new Brian? And it Mm -hmm. didn't really take off. I was surprised to see him in this one because I don't think we saw him in nine. I don't remember. Uh, Alan Richson played Ames. He was Aquaman on Smallville. And he played Reacher on Reacher. I did not see Smallville. Uh, uh, Some he, people love it. He was Raphael in Ninja Turtles. Great. The Michael Bay ones. He's in the best Hunger Games movie, Catching Fire. You're missing me with the Hunger Games stuff. I haven't seen any of those. Ah, the second one's great. Yeah, he's he's done stuff. He'll be around. Uh, uh, but what do his, you think? his thing, his opening scene with Brie Larson is weirdly meta of him being like, they started out as DVD robbers and now they're working for us. And like a barbecue and a beer is going to save you and like turn you good. Uh, it's it, it was just like a weird meta moment where I was like, huh, I yeah. don't know what that... Like, what is the deal with that? Well, I think a big part of it is that they're in the 10th one of these movies here. Mm -hmm. And they're really making this, like, uh, the finale. And they're trying to... You're trying to appeal to an audience who hasn't watched all of these. Right. As well as paying off the people who have been here since... Us. Yeah. Well... (laughs) Well, since they were seven watching these movies, yeah, 
but they also want to try and you know they're going to make three more of them so they want to try and grab people in and this movie more than others felt like previously on they're showing you a lot of these movies start with well they did up until maybe eight with they, like the big ending of the last one. Well, the the credits in the beginning mm-hmm. play out and they show all the previous movies. I don't remember when they stopped doing it, but they did not do it for this one. No. No, there weren't opening credits for this one. Right. Uh yeah, I don't know if I really have anything else to say about it for now. Um the addition of Jason Momoa, I know you already said it. Uh there's a lot of those scenes at the beginning where it's just they didn't film he's, anything new. It's the scene. He's just comped just in. Plunked Jason Momoa in there. Very funny. Now, there's this scene that they keep coming back to where Dom and Brian have pulled the safe. There's going to the be a third station. guy. Yeah, that's where this is going. Uh, Con- yeah. So, <laughs> Connor I, doesn't like any setup. I, I thought of it while I was watching it, too. The first time you see it, Jason Momoa is standing center frame where the safe right. was the safe is gone and he's standing there in in the hole looking out at it going okay well now i have to do a thing and then they show the it other again guy, the, the ames guy who runs the agency they reveal he's a double cross at the end and then and he walks in on the, the left scene and he's standing there but there's a very clear there's space for more people to show up and be there i think maybe there's a possibility of owen shaw being oh, there god um Nobody else is like possibly somebody from four or the villain from two. I think it's going to be someone new who's going to double cross Jason Momoa and he's going to be like, I got to be with you guys because this guy is like the huge bad guy. Also possible. Part three. I think Momoa is going to be the bad guy for the next part and then something's going to happen where he's going to have to begrudgingly team up with them. And it's just going to be this huge final villain. I think that's possible. I think that is um, on par with, you know, what they do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was good. It was fun. It's the eighth most expensive film ever made. Apparently. Uh, What is the, what do they have to hit for it to be profitable? Well, this is sure that it will be, but it's a, Budget was $340 million. If you do the budget times two, even though this was heavily marketed, uh, probably $700, $800 million worldwide. Oh, okay. So it doesn't have to do $2 billion to make no. it break even. Hey, man. It did it. Yeah, okay. Barely. Still did it. Yeah. Talking about Avatar The Way of Water, a movie I like a lot. Um, anyway, speaking of movies that we are disagreed upon, thank you all for listening to our Fast X episode. We are back for 10 straight episodes. A lot of fun. Uh, we're watching five Twilight movies in between Catch Me If You Can, Daddy Daycare, uh, yeah, Old. I now pronounce you I Chuck now pronounce and Larry. You Chuck and Larry. And I can't believe I'm blanking on the fifth one. Uh-huh. That's my favorite movie. I can't believe I'm blanking on that oh, And you're no help. Cool. Um, <laughs> well, you were no help when I was trying to set up the safe scene. I was help because I said Just the blew thing. right through it. Uh, yeah, you, you know, more of this is coming. Yeah. Um, 
Spiral from the Book of Saw. Oh, a yeah. very forgettable movie. Um, He's not wrong. You'll hear us say something like that. But yeah, they're coming back uh, every Tuesday, similar to the way it's been now. Hopefully you guys like it. We are doing a thing where the coming attractions game will not be at the end of every episode. It'll be its own separate episode coming out in August for the next batch of 10. And that's, that's going to be a lot of fun because you know, it's, it's all coming attractions game, which like is fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been good for scheduling. It it feels fresh for us. Mm -hmm. We are, uh, our episodes are, a little bit tighter, I think. Um, a little bit tighter, but with a little looser formatting. Like, we're not doing the breakdown, the plot. We're just chit-chatting about the movie. Yeah. I mean, in some of this, you'll hear it. You'll hear all the new stuff. Yeah. it's The, the episodes are a lot of fun. We got a lot of great guests. Uh, next week, tune in for finally doing Catch Me If You Can with Alex Levitt. Yeah. As you can see, well, eventually, as you can see, I don't know if we're releasing the video at the same time. Maybe. We are recording in the same area now we've got sort of a quasi studio yeah so we are we are back to be back now we're yeah we're, we're not going anywhere again we're gonna hopefully keep doing them uh and who knows some of our episodes might even have a live guest in studio one of them has already and one will in the next batch maybe more yeah we that's something we have the potential to do i mean scheduling is always going to be it's always going to be yeah. hard to bring people out, but now we have the potential to have people in studio. And uh, I, I think we are set up to do some exciting new things. The future is bright and we are happy to have you here listening. Uh, we hope to grow and, and reach new audiences, but yeah. also we hope to keep bringing you guys content that you like to listen to. So leave a review, tell a, tell your friends about us, share us, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and TikTok at no highway pod. And send us an email, no highway up, no highway up, no highway, no highway pod at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, uh, we do have one new set of the criteria that I think we should introduce here. It's a little game called Fill It Up with Diesel, where in the movies we try to figure out where we would cast Vin Diesel in the movie. So now, you can be you can be listening for those. Vin is already Dom Toretto in this one. But let's think about the trailers we saw before Fast X. Where would we put Vin Diesel in one of those movies? Uh, we didn't really just we didn't really discuss the trailers here. Yeah, um, I know. It... It's fun, fun improv surprise. <laughs> I guess. Um, I don't know. I, I think uh, I'd make him the. Make them all the FNAF monsters. Yeah, we did see that trailer twice in a row. Um, I just... I would put him in that A24 hand movie. The thing where it's like, grab the hand and talk to the demon. Things called talk to me. There's one shot where there's like a bloody kangaroo hopping out of the hospital. I would make that kangaroo talk like Vin Diesel. And he'd be like a little kangaroo jack. Make that horror movie a little less scary. So you can expect stupid shit like that. Uh, yeah, you can expect that. It'll be a it'll be a little more in time. It won't be quite in the middle of the call out at the end. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're playing fast and loose on this one. So uh, yeah, tune in next week for Catch Me if, if You Can. Thank you to Ian C. Weber for recording our theme song. The C this week, of course, stands for Corn Car.
corn car. Bye, but corn car. Um, you can follow the link in our show's description to hear all of Ian's cool stuff. And I think that's just about it. So thank you for coming back. And we can't wait to share what else we got with you. So for now, for No Highway Option, I've been Connor. And I've been Luke. And as always, these have been all of our opinions. And if you didn't agree with us, that is too bad because it's our way. No No Highway highway Option. option.